Welcome back, everybody. Wow. First of all, yeah. new episode of The Lookout. Very special week in The Lookout. I mean, yeah. we're, we're doing this. We haven't done it for a while. If you were around during the genesis of The Lookout, you kind of know everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not, be ready to be taken on a ride for quite a couple of days. But we have to say, first of all, new listeners, if there are any new listeners, my name is Mills. I'm here with the Platinum Chanel boy himself, Jeff. Yeah. What's up, man? How you doing? We are here to bring you the special, the last part of this entire summer at Kame House thing. I mean, yeah. we're packing up. It's time. It's time, man. We got to get back home, man. We got to get back home. <laughs> you know, we got a new season. Well, not season per se, but we got a new era that we're jumping in pretty, pretty soon over maybe the next month or maybe next month and change. Uh, you should be seeing and of course you can hear all the construction and background that happened on my side of the island but over the next month and change we'll definitely be jumping back into the whole dragon ball z world which we're very excited to we've got some plans for that um but with this we figured we'd give you guys a special surprise especially considering all the great stuff that we got for season two of Mm -hmm. my year academia yeah so welcome everybody to our four part I want to say four part. You know what? I'm saying four part now, and it's going to be four. Part, no <laughs> yeah. Once what. you say it, doesn't matter. We're done. That's it doesn't it. matter anymore. It doesn't yeah. matter anymore. Our four part series on My Hero Academia season three, a surprise. It's going to be My Hero Academia week on the lookout. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be special. Mm-hmm. We got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You'll get brand new episodes of the lookout. Um, You'll be able to binge them all Friday if you haven't been able to catch up. We're going to give you that day to sort of catch up and do all this other thing like that. But we'll be right. talking about it throughout yeah. this entire week. Definitely. So just be ready. I mean, season three is such a special season. And I think it's probably the season that probably wrapped me in closest mm-hmm. out of all the seasons thus far. And I'm very excited that we get to talk about it because normally we kind of take a major break before we get to talk about new seasons and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Now we're jumping right back in. We're right back into the My Hero Academia world. It's amazing. It's special. I love, love it, season love three it. of the yeah. show. So you've much really, action. You've really pushed me to like fall in love with this series and the characters and everything that has to do with it. I just, I think it's so good, you know, and I can't believe that I it took me so long. Well, listen, it's a, it's, it's a fabulous series. A lot of people are very, very, uh, how do you say? I don't know. A lot of people are into it. Everyone feels something. It's it's a testament to the series that so many yeah. people are so into it and into all the characters and have every all the forty nine million characters that they have. Everyone feels a special connection to mm-hmm. exactly their own. The manga is in a place where it's amazing and it's at the peak of everything right now. So everyone's kind of tuned into what's going on there. But you know, season three of my hero. First of all, we're also going to be doing the season. We 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 brought a lot of guests. Right, summer comic house, which far. has been amazing, amazing. It's been, I mean, Ricochet, Cyrus, mm-hmm. a Sachi classic, Shisa. a classic, summer and so comic much house. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Jamal stopped by from time to time. Yeah, and he, yeah. He even popped in Kaya and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. but we're doing the solo. We're riding solo. We're we're packing up. We're getting everything ready. But you know what? We have to start off season three. We have to start off this thing. And my hero academia, they love themselves a good clip repackaged show. And that's kind of how season three kind of starts. It, it starts in a very interesting way. I like personally the way it starts. Yeah. It may not be for everybody. Um, but it's it definitely for guys little, like us. 
Yeah, where the drama is so high and it's so much on a, a tenfold, you kind of got to reset and reestablish everything. So they mm. decide to start off, listen, a, a good anime-related clip show where both the professors of Class 1A and Class 1B are like, we got to make up the summer camp syllabus, something along those lines. <laughs> well, let's revisit all these uh, all our students' quirks. Well, Kaminari has electrical quirk, and he can yeah. do this, this, that, and the third. And you, and, you and, know uh, why it happened this way? Because yeah, of course they, they want to make sure you know if people are just getting into this series. Hey, here's some information real quick in case you just missed these past two seasons. Yeah, one hundred percent. I love it. I love it. You know, it's cool. It's uh, and and meanwhile, all the while, Mineta and Kaminari themselves are devising a very pervy plan. Per usual, and don't get me wrong. I think it's a great plan, just in general. I mean, don't not a great plan from the purpose. I I know what you mean. (laughs) All props involved. They head to Deku's house, and he's like, (laughs) "No one believe." It's like you know, it's Deku. They always. (laughs) They'll, you know, their suspicion will be off because if Deku's yeah. gonna use it, they're not gonna assume that we want to use it, etc. So they invite right, right. the Mineta and Kaminari over here that all the girls want to use the pool in the summer. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh my god, you know, uh, we got to figure out how to get in that day. You know, who's <laughs> gonna make us least suspicious out of all of this? Deku, if we bring Deku, Deku, so Deku he's one hundred percent a prop in all of this. Um, but the prop completely backfires once they get to the actual pool area and then they see every other male student there. Already. And it's too late. They think that the girls are going to be in bikinis and two pieces and all this other stuff like that. And they're 100% in like very adequate swimming attire. I assume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, you know. very appropriate. It's a, it's a, for the most part. I like the, I like this episode. I'll say this. And then, we, of course, you get the races between all everybody, sort of the males in the class. They're mm-hmm. able to use their quirk. Let's see who's the fastest. Let's see who's able to use their quirk. And before everyone kind of gets to the point where it's like Todoroki, Bakugo, and Deku, um, who at the front of their class. I mean, you know, just in general, they were at the front of season two in mm-hmm. terms of just the three strongest in the class with using their quirks and able to sort of master all of this. Um we got to sing. Okay, who's gonna win this one? Will it be Bakugo? Bakugo? None of them are swimming, by the way. None of no. them actually swim. No. I think actually maybe Deku swims, but he kind of just uses all for one to propel himself. Um, but you know they're cut off by Masari Zawa, and it's like, "Yo, pool time's over," and it's like, "Ah, oh, well, you know what? It was a fun episode while it lasted. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoy these type of episodes, and and I know that like like you said, they're not for everyone because it's a it's a it's a season premiere, um, yeah. and because of that, I think people expect you know drama immediately or uh, you know the the plot to begin to thicken already, you know. But in in my hero situation, they do such a good job with you know, character development and making sure everyone knows who's who. And I think it's important for like, Hey, if you want to jump in on this show, you know, later on and then go back and watch the first two seasons, I think it's, it's okay to do that. And I think you'll be fine Mm -hmm. with that. And so they make sure going in, there's always some nice, some nice, you know, Hey, this is this character's personality, even though we've been developing it for two seasons here it is in season three, it works still. Boom. Yeah. And it's cool. It works. It works. It's really nice. But meanwhile, in the first episode, meanwhile, back at 
<laughs> the ops. Um, <laughs> the police are on the trail for the League of Villains and All Might's yeah. down for action. And and they're like, listen, we're hot in their tails. We don't know where they are since, you know, the attack in, uh, fuck, I already forgot the season two city's names. I, th- I want to say it's the Camino, Camino Ward, I want to say. Since the attack there, they've been, you know, building up a lot of intel on where the League of Villains are and who's in this camp and everybody right. like that and the Nomu and everything like that. So they've been building up their intel. Meanwhile, League of Villains, I mean, we saw that at the end of last season with the Yeah, in, we're, we're the getting into it now. Yeah, the induction yeah. of Dobby and Toga into the League of Villains. They're building up a team as well. They're, they can't be like season one where they get a lot of like unknowing goons who get pretty washed pretty easily, especially by kids who don't even know how to use their powers yet. (laughs) You can't have that. No, you know, you cannot. We need need better. We need, we need, you know, the the best of the best. Yeah. And and they, and you know, a thing that I like is is a testament to the series is at this point, it was, I feel like it was hard to take the league of villains. Like, They've taken some L's, man. You know, yep. like they haven't been the strongest, scariest, you know, most successful group uh, yet. Like it, everything is kind of shined on the development of the kids and, you know, the outside characters, the teachers and stuff like that. And this season is, again, I'm, I'm sure it's one of the reasons why it's your favorite as well is they really start to dive into the villains. And, and that is like it's perfect for me because sometimes when you got villains and series and animes and whatnot that you don't get the full story, you know, you're, they don't want mm-hmm. you to know the full story per se, because it's about the main protagonist. And to me, especially with anime and the things that we watch, you know, the antagonist is just as important. And this series yeah. shows that shit so well, man. And that's why this is one of my favorite seasons. 100%. I mean, every good anime, as strong as... I mean, got to. Uh, the, the protagonist is just going to be a protagonist. Shonen protagonists yeah. kind of all follow a similar format. Right, right, right. We know about it. But it's really sort of the antagonist that kind of puts things in reference and put things into you know perspective. When you have Always. good ones, like, like a Frieza... I mean, we talked about it a couple episodes ago. We talked about Pegasus kind of being mm-hmm. an underrated one. We talked yeah. about it a couple episodes ago with Isabella from The mm-hmm. Promised Neverland being another one that... And, and these are, you know, we talk about Frieza, you talk about Shigaraki, you talk about Isabella, you talk about um, Pegasus. Mm-hmm. And they're four different characters completely. Oh, like, yeah. Four, Absolutely. Four different kind of shones of the spectrum and all of that, but they still have such a major impact on the actual show and what they're able to bring is what essentially you know is what we're able to get out of the actual protagonist of the series or we're able to get out of a Deku or emma or yugi or uh you know anybody else that that you mentioned a goku or something along those lines so it's very important to have a good cast of villains and we will be talking about the league of villains because they do have quite a squad on them they do um they do but we will begin into that. But first of all, we have to head over to summer camp. Summer camp. This is summer the. Camp. I would like to say it's the summer camp arc. They call it the force training arc. I they should have called it. Like, you know, they, they could have called it the wild wild pussycast arc, and I would. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's whatever. Oh my god! Have you ever been to like sleep away summer camp? No. I have not actually. Yeah, it was never a thing. I, I don't know if it. Maybe. It, well, I'm not gonna say. Maybe it's a it's a, a 
I don't, I don't really, even friends, you know, my, my black friends, that was never really a thing. A thing. Yeah. I mean, at least, that's just my, you know, the way that it's my experience with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I would stay over my, my friends' houses all the time, you know, weekends and stuff like that, sleepover shit, mm-hmm. but a camp. Nah, <laughs> I, ne- I never experienced that. I just my my first time going camping in general. You already know, you know, we recorded some episodes while I was camping uh, a few yeah. months ago. So, yeah, man, no, no overnights at, at summer camp, man. I used to watch nah. Bug Juice a lot, though. Bug Juice. There we go. See, listen, <laughs> of course, I Bug did Juice watch Bug Juice. I lived through them. I lived through them. Bro. Oh, my God. There was mad drama going on. In it Bug was. It, it was really some like real world for kids type stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yo, Disney was on one. They really were. Who, they really were. What parents are giving their <laughs> kids yeah, away for a reality waivers, show? Man, those waivers had to be deep, dude. Oh, my God. Different times, though. Different times. 100% different times. I mean, for everything that's going on in this arc is... I don't want to say it's the reason summer camp thing. I only say that because this is a fictional show. Right, right. Um, So everything is kind of, you know, heightened, amped, et cetera, et cetera. But... I mean, for reasons like this, I'm not. I'm not sure if I would send my kids to summer camp as well. I mean, <laughs> them kind of being away. I think everything that they kind of got, yeah, nah. they they were highly. I want to say highly understaffed going into the summer camp. <laughs> I still don't know the reason why. Okay, so <laughs> I'm with you on this, especially after the attacks, right? So even though, hey, this location is supposed to be secret, nobody knows about it, you know. As a matter of fact, All Might's not even invited because, you know, he's a target, blah, blah, blah. Because of all these reasons, regardless, how are they this understaffed with this many kids? They're probably like, oh, we got to protect the, you know, the actual school and stuff. No, if you're going away to somewhere else <laughs> and it's like, yes, they've changed the location. We've made sure it's secure. We got right. the wild, wild pussy cats, <laughs> right. et cetera, et cetera. We're good. We're OP. Like they're, 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 they're fair. Yeah, they're, they're fair. Dope. But you got like 40 kids. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a lot to keep up with. They're all in like these, I mean, we're going to obviously discuss what happens, but like in this, this episode is, yeah, it's a lot of kids in a lot of different locations and you, and then one, and then let's not forget, like, we're going to talk about Coda. This man is just like, has a hideout. Nobody knows about. It's like, what is yeah. going on? Like, this is really a dangerous situation. It is. It is wild, but summer camp is in session. It is hosted by Mr. Aizawa of class one, a, the teacher of class one, a, and Mr. Vlad, Vlad King, um, <laughs> uh, the professor for class 1B, Vlad King. Vlad King. Is he Russian? Is Vlad King nah, Russian? I don't know. He might be. He got an interesting quirk where yeah, he's he able to kind of like manipulate his blood. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, I don't yeah, know if would. I got enough blood to do that. I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, he's a pro, he's a teacher, he's, he's A1. So, mm-hmm. he, you know, he's doing his thing. But they both decided that, listen, due to the massive presence of villains, Due to human society seemingly beginning to crumble and show some cracks, they need to prepare the best set of students that they can offer out of this damn school, out of UA High. So they are trying to cram in a whole second semester into one summer. Yeah. If I were a student, I'd be like, yo, I ain't signing for this at all. Nah, that's not fair at all, bro. It's not fair. Class 1C chilling. I'm sure they're using the pool. I'm sure they're doing all types of things. I'm not sure if I'm with it, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, they attempt. I mean, 
the result ends up being hell on earth for all the students involved. And I don't know how class one B is doing, but class one A, they reach the sort of the top of a mountain and they're told to like, get off the bus. Yeah. And from there they meet the Wawa pussycats. Yeah. How do you feel about the Wawa pussycats, by the way? Uh, I kind of gave you guys a sneak peek of how I feel. Um, but you know, I think they're cool support, you know, a cool support system as far as the characters are concerned. Like, I don't need to dive into them to the point where, you know, they're one of my favorites. I, I wouldn't say that, but visually, I think they're dope. Like the, the design is cool. Um, I think it's a little, little goofy, but you know, mm-hmm. we see that, we see that a lot with my hero. Um, they're lovable, uh, you know, fun quirks. Um, it was, I think it was a nice way to introduce them and not like overdo it with, Hey, here's three, four more people. For you to, you know, they gave us just enough information for us to be familiar with them without them having to be on the forefront of the series. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We have Mandalay, whose quirk is tell. I mean, all of them, I think, have great. Oh, man. It's really cool. Really cool. Mandalay has telepath, which means that she can kind of communicate with anybody in a certain amount of distance. That is so, man, it's it's so sick. Pixie Bob has earth flow. She's able to manipulate the earth and kind of grab it into whatever these type of things is used in this hell on earth thing as the students have to pass through a forest to get to the campsite and she is the one creating all of these giant earth based come uh, on man monsters that OP, they man. so i mean it's clear why what happens when it happens happens to her um we got ragdoll who has search she's able to find anybody that she wants if she knows you no, she's able what, to find you what is this where she's like able to find you I want to know, like, how do they even come together to become like, hey, your quirk works with my quirk. Let's let's form a team. And it, they, I mean, they are really I mean, it's a good situation. Like you would think, OK, yeah, they're understaffed. But we have, you know, these heroes with these specific right. quirks. This will be OK. And, that, you know, thinking about it in that way, I guess I could see why they they felt they were secure. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Especially sense. like Ragdoll Search. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. runs off, we're able to kind of find where they were. And then I'm also able to tell them, like, yo, where are you? Right. Uh, are you safe? Et cetera, et cetera. We'll come find you. Final one of the um the Wawa Pussycats Tiger is Pila Body or Playa Body is able to kind of stretch. It's a very fantastic forest type. Of yeah, it is. It is. Um, it's, it's still cool. fantastic. Yeah, still, still cool. Um, able to stretch his body and all types of things and contort it in a bunch of different ways. Um, the students, they're like, listen, you might be able to get there by noon. There, it's nine a.m. as they're on this, but you might be able to get there by noon if you do fast enough. Right. But use all your quirks to try to get through this forest. And they got to use kicks, and they've got to use ice, and they've got to use all types of things. And it, and it looks like they're generally improving. I mean. They're bodying all these giant mud villains. I don't know. Mm-hmm. These are these very like Power Ranger movie esque ask villains. Um, let's see. And 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 kind of here's how the summer camp goes. I mean, they eventually reach the summer camp. They're told, "Oh, the first night you're gonna have a great meal. You're gonna have a fantastic. We've cooked the best of the best for you." If somebody says that to you, you know, I'm expecting ribs, steak, baked potatoes. You know. Some nice sides. What do they get? What do they have? I to mean, get? well, first of all, I mean, the first night they get all of that stuff, but the, immediately after that, they have to cook all their own meals. They have to cook it. All. Everyone just, just one nice meal. Yes, uh, uh, just 
And in the day, they're going to do intense training to improve their quirks. Intense training. Except for those who fail the finals last month, then you got to take remedial classes. Right, right. With Vlad King, and uh, you ain't be able to be able to go outside and and truly. I like how we just skip over them. You know, I mean, it's (laughs) unfortunate. So here's the thing. Here's what I always like. It's always my hero academia. You always kind of get a shuffle of like who's important, who's going to be pertinent to this arc, and who isn't. And you get a you know you get an opportunity where. We we just had one. We just had sort of the the Camino incidents, which kind of focused very highly on Ida mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. Ida's not really part of this entire thing. This time. You know, He's can like, I tell you how brilliant I think the storytelling is? Because you don't notice, like what you're what you're explaining right now and what they've done uh, to make sure that you're focused on the right moments and the right characters. To me, is like just really good writing. Some some you know cartoons, animes, they can't really. It's hard for them to to do what my hero has right. done, and that's separate. You know, something like, "Hey, yeah, these characters. This is what they're doing." They're, they basically eliminate those characters into like a, a subclass of filler, almost. You know, right. and then yeah. and then they they forefront the people that they want you know to be known in that in that moment. I just think it, it's it's really good the way that they handle that. And I think it's mainly because they have so many students. Because mm-hmm. I say, for an instance, uh, a, a series like Hunter Hunter, I want Kurapika <laughs> in every damn arc. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I want him in every arc, but he's not in every arc, and it bothered me the first time I kind of realized it. I was like, wait, he isn't there? He's getting yeah. all these off-screen development. Yeah, you like how they like, oh yeah, Kurapika's going to do this, and yeah. Leorio's going to do this. Leorio, and- we don't see him forever. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And then he shows up later on. So it's not like those. I think with those, when you have a cast a lot more compact and tight, mm-hmm. you get attached to them very, very easily. But with 20 students, you're still trying to get to know everybody. So you can say, okay, Ida takes a step back. Yeah. And now no one we're going to do about a Just... lot more with Asui or Yayorozu or, or Ayoyama or something along those lines. You're going to give them at least a moment hey, as much as we got going on. Right, even reading the manga, I, I can't like I can't believe that they've basically they've tried to give everyone a really nice moment going forward. Some moments bigger than others, you know, mm-hmm. but everyone does eventually get a nice moment. And I just think that's again one of the reasons why I, I enjoy the show. The training is said to be so intense that Mr. Aizawa says you're going to feel like you want to die. <laughs> Thanks. And I'm like, damn. Encouraging. That reminds me of essentially pretty much uh, when I got my when I did my college orientation and I was orienting to the school of engineering. They're like, "This is the hardest thing you're gonna do in your life," and I was like, "Yeah, all right, whatever, fuck you." Right. Um, it was, but you know, I didn't want you to say that on the first day. Like, it's very unsettling. Like, I, but also like, fuck you. I don't know what to say. Right. Um, but. I kind of love, I mean, they're pushing their bodies. We're reminded that quirks are physical abilities and to be able to kind of improve your physical abilities like muscles, you kind of have to push it to the limit. That's essentially what working out is. You push heavier weight, you're able to push your muscles so much that the fibers kind of break so they can further expand, which is how you strengthen your muscles. And it's the same thing with quirks. So I find it personally hilarious when I see them going through all the various different methods to improve their quirks. Personally, um, it might be what is it? Uh, Bakugo having to stick his hand in just boiling hot water. 
right. and like, to fuck. expand his his glands and essentially Todoroki is like in this pot where he has to maintain the temperature of the pot so he has to use his hot and his cold and his yes, hot and his cold. Like that is sounds really difficult but for their course it makes sense Saro is at the top of this like mountain or hill or something and he just has to shoot tape out of his elbows you gotta be bad forever for who's picking that up like I don't know <laughs> I was that up it's just forever and you know there's there's so many different things long distance running for Ida um uh, so he has to strengthen her tongue for all this frog different things um Yayorozu has to continue making things while she's eating things, so she's able to make things a lot more quicker instead of taking time. The viscosity of, um, you know, Ashido's acid, she has to improve that. There's a whole bunch of different things. They're working. They're working incredibly hard. I mean, they're doing the best that they can. Yeah. Um, remedial training for the students who did not pass the finals. They also, in addition to that, have to do the training where they have to spend all night like doing math problems and all types of other shit, I'm assuming. Let's get to the League of Villains. Because Let's. while all this summer camp festivities, while all this bug juice is going on, um, the League of Villains are plying. They're in the shadows. And they've squatted up. They got the it is now called um, this sect of the League of Listen, you know, you, you, when you have a sect of a, of a group, that's when you, you know, know you're killing it. You know. Listen, that's right. They're, they're 100% rolling deep. I think it's about 10 of them. Um, so they're called the Vanguard Action Squad, recruited by Jiren, who is like, <laughs> I guess, the dealer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The League of Villains. He's like the dealer. Do you know his like his quirk? Do you find out in the manga at some point, or is he more just like you know? He doesn't really head. use his quirk. He gets it in the in the season five arc. He's going to be hmm. a part of it. I'm not going to say he's a big okay. part of it, but he okay. definitely is a part of it. Um, but I had to look it up online to see okay. what his quirk was. Right, right, Apparently okay. Quirk, yeah, I had to I had to look it up. He, he never really uses it unless I'm wild and have missed it. Um. So let's run through the Vanguard Action Squad because they're quite a tandem. Um, a lot of them we don't see again. <laughs> okay. Quite a bit of them we you, don't see you again. You know the important ones. You can tell. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dobby and Togo, we both know. That's right. Yeah. A rank villains, by the way. A yeah. rank. I'm gonna I'm gonna More list the rank favorites. that I found on the on the fandom. Oh, the okay, okay. Villain. So fandom has them A ranks. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think I think they're probably got it from another resource, right? Right. That right. ranks these villains, but you know they've got rankings. Then we have twice, twice. One of them, I think, the only S rank villain of the group, which is hilarious because twice has a completely. He's I wouldn't even call it. Yeah, I, that means it's the, he's one of the top. Yeah, one of the I top. I can't even say he's. He has bipolar disorder because it's way more than two. I, yeah, no, I okay. So multiple personality, maybe. Yeah, like it's it's a bipolar disorder, but it's like it's extreme. But then his, you obviously his story is is really awesome when he when we get to it. But his his copies also have the same things that he has. I I can I understand why he's S rank because of just his ability okay. and. He's OP. Like, he's extremely OP, although he's kind of handicapped at the same time. So it's cool. But that, yeah. that episode you kind of texted me about, that one, you're like, yo, when you get to this, the twice story 
it's great. You, you know, and I and he, you're right. You're right. It was it was awesome. I'll say this twice. He's going to be one of those who gets a lot of development throughout the story and as we go on. Yeah, he's um, tight. He's tight. Yeah. Very uh, Deadpoolish. He's definitely got that Deadpool thing going on. Oh yeah. On, you know? The little humor, of course. Yeah. Um yeah. we've got Spinner who's a C-rank villain. His uh his quirk is Gecko. He's a Gecko. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he I guess he has just like great fighting abilities and he has this sword that's made out of like a million swords and all this other Reminds stuff. me of like some Ninja Turtle like villain like Yeah. He's the one driving the car in every sort of thing. He's the one driving the getaway car. He's not yeah. someone who's really like dealing damage. You're not going to put him standing up against, you know, Endeavor or anything like that. You're just not going to do that. It was like, Spinner, make sure the car is running <laughs> at this exact time. Yeah. Um, Mr. Compress, I like him. Uh, yeah. Magician, <laughs> evil magician. Oh, we all man. need one. His cork is hard. The personality is funny. The look is funny. Uh, but I, I definitely understand why he's a member. Yeah. B-ranked villain, by the way. B-ranked. Um, okay. We have Magna, transgender woman. First, uh, first look at a transgender woman. I yeah. think, honestly, I don't want to say this is my first because I don't feel like it is. What, on this series? Maybe. No, in anime. On I don't anime? want to say it's, uh... the first, it's not the first in anime, but it's definitely like... I believe one of the first major ones that I've seen. Yeah, I believe um I believe Kilua's sister is trans. Oh right. The of youngest course, yeah. yeah, the youngest You're one. Right. You're right. You're one of the But yeah, right. I, to me, I think it's just it's really for anime, it's great representation. I think we should see it more. Um yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Magna got magnetism. Uh Quirk magnetism, able to add polarity to whoever she kind of wants. That's fine. And it is, I think, let's see, men are polarized south and women are polarized north. And she's able to kind of like, you know, magnetize until women are attracted to men and I guess they hurt themselves, et cetera. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, muscular, A rank villain. Muscular. Muscle augmentation. Yeah. He can control the size of his muscles. To the point where it fucking breaks they his skin. Yeah, they overlap and get bigger, and yeah, it's it's a it's a strange court, but I get it. I get why it works. Yeah, muscle guy. He's a muscle. It just is what it is. Um, mustard is the next one. Mustard is a kid. Yeah, he's a C rank villain. It's like a student his, of some sort. Yeah, his quirk is gas. Mm-hmm. It's either sleeping gas or poison gas. They kind of don't really. It's a gas that makes you go to sleep, but maybe a little bit of poison in it too. They kind of don't really uh, kind of get it over of what it actually actually is, yeah. but it definitely makes you go to sleep, and it definitely people do not want to inhale it. But he's a one trick pony, though, for the most part. Yeah. You know, he's a shooter, though. He's a shooter, though. One hundred percent. He's got a gun. That's all. It's all he has. Um, and the last one is Moonfish, a B rank villain with the quirk Blade Tooth. He's able to make his tooth and teeth into blades. Mm-hmm. He's always he's got an interesting look. I really do like his look. Yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 a pretty cool design for sure. Yeah. Uh, the teeth kind of coming out to be what he's standing on, and it, it's cool. It's cool. He's wrapped up. He's completely kind of concealed. Yeah, and you know, big temper. I don't know. If, yeah, in a rap or something along those lines. He's dangerous. He's one hundred percent dangerous. And then they've also got a normal on them, just in case. Just in case. 
Gotta keep it normal. Keep it normal with two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. So they've got a squad. It was like, oh, there's 40 students. All right, let's make sure. A much better squad than the season one squad. So much that, you know, Shigaraki is like, I don't need to go with them this time. They're yeah. much better without me. I don't think I need to. I don't need to get sliced in the face or burned with some ice or something along those lines. I don't need that right now. I just need to kind of get my thoughts together. Um, class 1A and Class 1B, they're doing a exercise in the forest where Class 1B has to scare Class 1A, who's moving in pairs. And that's when Shiko's belly up 100%. There's a gas attack in the forest. There's fire raging in the forest. And Magni, you know, comes out and bodies Pixie Bob. Yeah. And that is where uh, everything that could go wrong absolutely begins to go it. wrong. Yeah, that was Shit it. Shit 100% turns up to a new level and it gets crazy. Oh my god. There's so many things going on. And first of all, I love this. I just love the intensity and kind of the action and kind of the the it, it's a, it's a great build yeah and i think it's a great use of all of the students and a great use of all of the villains and to put this in this high highly dangerous situation where there's so much it's not a gradual like villain show up you start kicking villains ass like they're not even able to use their yeah, they, no they build it up what's going on um where's coda Who's there? Why are these students there? We don't have any teachers. Why don't we have a phone? Like, what? <laughs> like so many <laughs> things are going on. Stuff, yeah, it was the worst, so many, worst case scenario. One hundred percent the worst case scenario. So the kids are already in the forest. There's been several pairs and people that are already in the forest, so they're fending for their lives. Some of them have already been knocked out with the gas, unfortunately. Um, Tiger and Mandalay are fighting Magna and Spinner in front of the training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, Aizawa gets ambushed by, you know, a seemingly Dobby. Dobby yeah. shows up. I mean, Aizawa looks like Dobby. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to go see what happens and maybe stop some quirks while they're happening. Right. Um, <laughs> Literally. And, and Dobby shows up like, got you. Everyone is able to anticipate Mr. Aizawa. I think his quirk, I got to look up if he's like in... He should be. I don't know. I don't want to say he should be higher. He's a teacher in terms of like the ranking of heroes and stuff like yeah. that because he kind of just does his own thing. It, it appears but, everyone knows about him, so yeah. like he's he, you know extremely popular. Although, which I thought was weird because when Deku first realized who he was, he said, "I know you. You're so and so." But they they also played it off as a mystery. But at the same time, the villains are always aware of him. He's the first person they want to, yo, you know. It's the, oh, yeah. We got to get him out the way because he can stop my quirks. Yeah. Why is my quirk not working? Eraser head here? It's like, so <laughs> he is a little, you know, they they know about him. So I guess I understand the rank as far as uh, being a fighter. Dabby ambushes him with fire. Luckily, as I was able to move out of the way because he's got like these extra cat like abilities. And he's able to like flip in the air and body a person and a knee and neck and arm breaking and all this other extra shit. And then he finds out it's a double created by, uh, you know, by twice. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. There's so many things going on. There's so many fights, so many different sequences kind of going on that it's all building up towards. I would say that probably the best way we can go about talking about this is we kind of like separate them into their own kind of things. Yeah. Each of them tell a story and quite possibly the biggest story itself is Deku versus Muscular. Um, Where Deku is saving the kid named Koda. And in terms of the backstory of Koda, 
fair backstory. I think it's a it's a good. Um, it's really nice. It's a, it's it's a it's a nice one that say maybe not everyone's just because of base off they use heavily past experiences to kind mm-hmm. of show like why these characters are the way they are right and you know Coda is the cousin of Mandalay who doesn't believe nor support heroes because both his parents were killed trying to save you know people from a villain and if his parents were not heroes he would not have lost his parents so, so he's like it's gonna feel some he time. is get out my face like yeah i know my cousin is a hero i support her but i don't really like heroes etc cetera, etc cetera. now coincidentally his feelings uh, are fair his feelings are fair yeah yeah coincidentally enough the villain that killed his parents are the is the <laughs> one who manages to find him in this very arbitrary place in the mountain how do you how do you feel about that i thought it was a bit weird to connect it i I think yeah it works because that's just the situation we're in but i don't know what are the odds right i think it had to be i don't want to say because it's it's really like what are the odds Mm -hmm. and i think they play it off as like a a major coincidence yeah yeah i have to feel like with the intel that they've got you're 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 the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I I would have to think that with the intel they got, they kind of known everybody who was going to be there. Like mm-hmm. who all going to be there? Oh, Coda with the parents, with the parents that I, you know. Oh, let's make sure to get a uh, muscular on the scene. So yeah. you know, really scare him, and we really, you know, do all this other stuff like that. But it's, it's played off as a coincidence, so yeah. none of that actually happens. Um. So Coda's in a spot. And we find out, I mean, Deku eventually reaches there. He's got a cell phone. He's trying to pull the old Camino Ward trick where he's like, yo, let me text him from behind my back. And this is my location. And then his phone breaks. And I was like, damn. Yeah. Crack There's, screen. I guess this is it. Guess I got to <laughs> Guess I gotta do this on my own. Here we go. <laughs> um, completely. He's not even given authority to use his powers yet. <laughs> he's just no. like, yo. Does it. What would All Might do? WWAD, <laughs> you know, you know that's that's what he that's his go to right there. Um, manages to stall for time, and Muscular reveals that they're looking for Bakugo, Katsuki Bakugo. They're like, "Why are they looking for Bakugo? Oh my god, they want to kidnap Bakugo! I gotta f- tell him." And in this entire sequence, I mean, we get Muscular versus Deku. Deku initially first couple of attacks doesn't really lay anything into it because he's going super soft. He's like, yo, I don't really want to break my arms anymore. But yeah. once he sees the threat that muscular is, he's like, yo, I have to go a hundred percent times a thousand to be able to beat this guy. And he goes like full. He goes full. He, he goes, I say full full Hercules in that Disney movie. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Um, and it, with reckless abandon like forget his arms forget everything Mm -hmm. he's he's got to get to the point where he has to save coda and there is a moment where muscular gets the advantage on deku and it's like damn he's really like strong as hell i mean he's living up to the 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 title of an a-rank villain he is really putting it on this rookie and coda comes out dick too yeah (laughs) he really is dude (laughs) he's a Um, bro and Coda like splashes him with water, which I thought, okay, so we discussed this. I was like, did he, was there a bucket or something? 
I thought he was peeing on him, man. That weak ass. <laughs> like in my in my that would have like, been definitely Dragon Ball esque. I know, right? But it was funny to me that like muscular even noticed. You know, like the fact that he even noticed to me was uh was really 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 funny. So, but yeah, I can control it. whether it's hot or cold water. Come on, man. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming it's cold always, man. He's just like. Damn, that's hot. Like, that's yeah. what I would imagine. Like, if it's cold water, I might feel refreshed. But, you know, something like that. I, it didn't even hit me that I was like, yes, he is the son of the <laughs> right, right. water villains. So, of sense. course, he would obtain this quirk with his water gun where he's able to squirt, I mean, squirt, you know, sp- splash water, shoot water, yeah. something along those lines. Um, So, it's, a, it's enough to distract it where Deku pretty much says, listen... I've got to summon everything I got. I've got to win by any means necessary. And he summons, he screams out mm. 1 million percent. Now, 1 million percent. Now he screamed it out. That doesn't mean that's where he was. No, I, I, <laughs> so I was just about to say the same thing. Yeah, I, I, we're both on the, same, on the same thing with that then. There's no way. 1 million percent is not an actual number. It's even yeah. far from an actual number. Um, <laughs> Me and Mills are being super analytical with this because there's just no yeah, way. Yeah, because that was just like 1 million percent. All right, well, I mean, if you, if you believe so. Um, so it's the, the 1 million percent Delaware Detroit smash. It's his ultimate move. Yeah. It's the biggest move ever. It manages, it gets a whole sequence of like this little like you know, comet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was the 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 design of it was brilliant. They yeah, killed it's a, it was awesome to watch. I love when because we don't see it often. We don't really see one hundred percent often. Not anymore, at least. I mean, because of what happens later in this. But um you know, Deku manages to defeat Muscular. Unfortunately, he has lost both arms in this, but, you know, the adrenaline's running. Right, right. He's, good. he's like, he's in the third quarter. There's one minute left. You know, he, he's trying to, you know, he's like, I'm trying to finish out this game. Very, very strong. I'm I'm amped. I'm ready. I'm a, I got adrenaline. What are we doing next? Where are we going next? Coda, jump on my back. We, we yeah. He, he knows what's coming down the side of a mountain. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. I just I, we got to go right right now. I got one. I got legs to use one for all in. Like, come on. You think I need arms to use one for all? I got all appendages, baby. Come on. Have you seen me use it in my cheek before? Like, right. <laughs> like I, I can use one for all at any time, bro. Um. So Deku grabs Coda. He heads towards camp. He runs into Mr. Aizawa. He's talking at a mile a minute. Mr. Aizawa's like, yo, what are you doing? Deku, you look hurt. Like, you need to get to the camp. You need to get nursed. Like, your arms are fucking crazy right now. Um, he's running around with two broken arms and no shirt. And Mr. Aizawa's just very concerned. And Deku lets him know, like, listen, tell Mindalay to let everyone know that they're after Bakugo. And eventually she does. Let's get to the next one. A yeah. little class one B action. Yeah, yeah. Very That's rare. Nice. Very rare. Cool. I'm okay with it. Listen, I'm okay with it in this situation. Our good friend Tetsu Tetsu gets some action in. And of course, um Itsuka. I wanna say that's how you pronounce her name. No. It's Itsuka? Itsuka. I, I don't know. It's a, I think when they you don't say I think when they what? <laughs> Spanish, sorry. <laughs> Oh man, my hero. 
Uh, versus mustard. The poison gases in the forest becomes a lot more potent. They have gas masks because of Momo. Momo Yayorozu. Quick thinking. Let me put some gas mask real quick. That's my you know, dog. Always. Uh, and and ha- hands them out to the to to the people who are conscious. Um, for going to do her own thing. But Tetsu, Tetsu, and Itsuka, they ambush Mustard and attempt to get close. And mm-hmm. then they realize, oh, shit, he has a gun. <laughs> right. Which is the wildest shit ever. Like, kids with guns and also <clears throat> fighting against a person with a gun. I could It couldn't be me, but they also have quirks, one that makes right. a body. Right. And Tetsu, Tetsu's taking these shots. He's trying to yeah, eat these he, shots. He got hit in the head a few times, man. Yeah, he was like, listen, I'm lucky that I can harden up, but I can't the 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 chance that Itsuka could get hit by this, but she who is essentially I I would say the the Momo, the Yayorozu of class 1B. I mean, mm-hmm. they kind of have a similar sort of tale story thing. She's one right. who also uses her brain and kind of gets everyone in uh in order a little bit, mm-hmm. and she uses her quirk to make her massive hands, her quirk is like massive hands. That's her quirk. She's able to make her hands massive or smaller or That's anything cool. like that. Um, and you know, slap boxes crazy. Mustard ends up slapping him real quick. That he's able to get the jump on him, and then she uses her massive hands to create some sort of like type this world wind whirlwind sort of a uh, deal. Um to knock a little bit of the gas out the way, which gives Tetsu Tetsu enough of an opening to land the final punch on Mustard that breaks his helmet and completely knocks him out. It is crazy. It is amazing. Very I tight. love it. I love it for great class. Teamwork, which, you know, it's it's 100% great teamwork. Back to class 1A, though. Because class Deku, 1A. Deku finds Shoji. Shoji, who's lost one of his many removable limbs. I mean... Shoji looks crazy. Shoji's like, yo, get, <laughs> bro, yo, get over here. Yo, <laughs> yo, no, shut up. I'm <laughs> so glad you <laughs> I'm so glad you said this because yo, he was he was out of control. He's like, yo, chill. Dark shadows wilding right now. Don't come close to me. <laughs> Dark shadow of Tokuyami oh, has has gone berserk. They were trying to go up against Moonfish. Moonfish manages to slice it's off. Dark. Yeah, it's just teeth. He manages to slice of one of these things, and Dark Shadow goes completely berserk. It is the Broly version of Dark yeah. Shadow, yeah. where he cannot control it at all. Um, mm-hmm. and now Dark Shadow is like wreaking havoc on everything that it sees, and is uncontrollable. And it's dark outside, so it's nothing that um. Tokoyami could do, and he's just like, uh, save me, please. And I'm like, damn, I feel bad for him. Um, but Deku, who running on adrenaline and no arms and no shirt, still has enough wherewithal to devise a plan where they say, let's kill two birds with one stone. And if we're gonna have Dark Shadow kill Moon, I mean, practically kill Moonfish, I mean, they knock all the man's teeth out, like, <laughs> he is all gums from here on out. Um, <laughs> They are like, we got to get him out of here. So they end up finding the most two appropriate, I mean, heroes for this, which is Todoroki and, uh, and Bakugo, who Bakugo knows they're after him. And it was like, yo, bring him yeah, on. Like, yeah, he's going to give a fuck. Yeah. I fight him. Listen. Come on, man. 
He's wearing like carrot cut pants with his ankles yeah. showing and shit like that. And Tom's probably. And he's just like, yo, bring him on. This is what I've been waiting for. You want me? You're going to have to fight to get me. Um, but they use their quirk after, you know, Tokoyami kills. I won't say kill. Maims Moonfish. Deteats him. Makes him a uh, applesauce eating lover for the rest of his life. And... You know, they use their quirk to manage to subside the beast that is, you know, running free in Dark Shadow. To which Bakugo says, you know, my quirk outbests yours again. Uh, uh, no, he says, again, you're still no match for my quirk. And it's right, just like, right. uh, whatever. You know, whatever. <laughs> whatever, Go bro. away. Go away. Um, and they decide, we're going to protect Bakugo. And Bakugo's like, you can't protect I'm Like, you don't need to protect me. Um... Jump to the next fight, Uraraka and Asui versus Toga. It's ladies' night. Yeah. They're, uh, Toga. I love it. I love this scene. Listen, Asui and Toga, Asui, Asui, Ura, Asui and Uraraka versus Toga. I, imagine get all right. So I've bitten my tongue quite a few times in life. Imagine getting your tongue sliced by a knife. Nah, bro. And how much pain oh my God. that must be in. So bad. And when the wind touches your <laughs> your wound and it's just like damn this shit stings um it's the worst it's the worst toga manages to capture asui she's trying to stab her with a knife get a real stabby stabby action uraka comes from behind toga tries to get the stab in on uraka uraka uses her gunhead action techniques where she grabs the hand grabs behind the neck uses the momentum down to listen I'm using that move. I might use that move. Who knows? Um, but, you know, she manages to get the jump on them. And then Toga, Toga. you smell like, you know, mm-hmm. someone. You yeah. smell like someone that you love is also someone <laughs> that you admire. <laughs> She's the sweetest. She's oh, my God. She's and then she grabs her needle and, like, jams it in her thigh and starts taking her blood. And I'm like, damn. That must suck. Yeah. And then all of class one A shows up and they're like, she's like, Yeah, I'm not trying to be killed today. Uh <laughs> let's let's get out of here. Um they all at, at this point they all meet up and they're like, Okay, we wanna we're in a convoy right now. We're trying to save Bakugo right now. Yeah, yeah. Do you want, you know, come along with us, help us protect Bakugo? To which Asui and uh Uraka like Where's Bakugo? <laughs> and then the big moment. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's so cliche, but it's so uh, apropos. But it, yeah, it was it was the right way. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Not only have they lost Bakugo, also, to me, not even realizing it, they, they also lost Tokoyami, <laughs> who Mr. Compressed decided, oh, his dark shadow is hard. People. <laughs> I need that. I need that. I need that right there. I need right there. I might get a raise if yeah, Mr. Mr. One for All decides he yeah, needs man, a dark shadow. Room. It's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Mr. Compress lets the team know the Vanguard Action Squad. Listen, we got the we got Bakugo. Let's head out. Let's meet up. Let's rendezvous back at the campsite and let's head out there. Um, and Nomu is also there. It's shown that he has knocked out Momo. And Awase from 
class 1B is trying to like get out of here but then the, it, as soon as the chainsaw Nomu is attempting to like deal the final blow he's called back because Dobby calls him back and says listen we're ready to go Nomu out and the Nobu's like or something <laughs> <fun>. word <laughs> and, and he's just like we're out of here um let's see i love this final thing i love this final part because it's such a mad dash and a mad scramble and it's a lot of chaos and it's a lot of like uh moving moving parts and a whole bunch of other things so you know deku shoto and shoji are launched in the sky by asui and um Uraraka because they have to f- pretty much grab Mr. Compress who's like yeah. jumping from tree to tree. So they manage to like launch himself. They get into him. They manage to slam him down on the ground. They meet up at the campsite. Everyone's at the campsite from now on. And now it's currently a mad dash. Now they're trying to steal, you know, steal back their classmates. And Shoji, with his many arms and many appendages, manages to get two and then finds out they're not really the ones. And <laughs> Mr. Compress is truly a magician and a jack of all trades. Not like he doesn't look not- like one. Like you should trust him, right? Like <laughs> look at him. He's got. He's like, oh, you, you pickpocketed him and found out it wasn't. Found out it wasn't the right one. To which Mr. Compress says, "I'm not going to keep it in my pocket." Are you insane? <laughs> to which he pulls his mask off and he's got like two marbles in his tongue and I'm like, yeah, that's the picture we. Like, that's the picture we had a good laugh with uh, last night. Um, this is very, <laughs> very freaky. Very. Listen, I'm talking about, listen, a little bit of a, could I compare this to Ray Allen performance? Or come out of nowhere with the corner it three? Was, it was a, it was a big, I mean, if, if you're trying to get this mission done and you know, you think, Hey, no matter what, I got this, but let me go ahead and, you know, pull something out of my hat. No pun intended. Just in case he was definitely the MVP of this mission because he he came. He came through. Well, I, I was mentioning I was actually referencing Ayoyama, who with the naval laser oh, comes from the corner. That's who you were? The, the corner three. You know how with the naval about, laser. You know how I feel about the naval laser, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> It was it was a success it was a successful you know situation but I mean shot him in his mouth hose man was like Bakugo still I know right this is disgusting but Bakugo still, still got you know he was disgusted uh, by that oh gross uh, this tastes like belly button um oh man <laughs> so the marbles go flying out his mouth. And my favorite part, one of my favorite parts, is because it's Deku, Shoju, and 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 Shoji and Te- uh, Todoroki who are diving for the marbles. And at some point, Deku realizes that both his arms are broken. So like immediately, a pain jolts in his arms, and he yeah, just yeah. starts rolling on the ground because he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> and Shoji manages to grab one. Todoroki tries to grab one, but Dabi should Dabi and Todoroki. That's a that's a sight to see. Yeah. It is um, because of what what you know you've told me a few weeks ago. Well, listen, this is all suspicion. Nothing has been revealed as of yet, but you know, it just is what it is. Dobby manages to grab the other. He tells Mister Compress undo the. F- M- meanwhile, by the way, I actually forgot to mention this. Kurogiri is back, and he's like, "Yo, yeah. it's been five minutes since he made the call. Everyone <laughs> walk home." <laughs> <laughs> 
Everyone. Oh my god. He's just like warp home. Everyone warp home. Listen, it's been five minutes. You guys have been dilly dallying. I don't I we've lost way too many of you at this point. We're we're warping home. Um so he's warping everybody back and Dobby tells Mr. Compress, listen, we need to confirm that we have the right one. Undo the thing. They undo right. the thing. It is indeed Bakugo. Bakugo gets a hand to his neck mm-hmm. and he gets dragged through the warp villain's warp gate. And Deku tries his best. No arms in all. His arms have actually been burned by Dobby at some point. Stay back, um, Deku. Right. Stay back, Deku. Like, yeah, why, bro? Like, you. He runs, tries to the warp filling is gone. The warp is gone. Deku takes a tumble, probably goes face first into the ground. Mm-hmm. And it is over with the League of Villains, the Vanguard Action Squad. While mission complete. Mission complete. Mission complete. They tried mission was extra, you know, they try to get somebody as well, you know, uh, an extra person to bring back. But the mi- the main mission has been complete. 100%. It is incredible how they've managed to get away with this bakugo is now in the hands of the league of villains they've managed to steal a kid you know how dangerous <laughs> they, that is they managed to, to go to summer him. camp i mean yes kidnap him this uh, is why we did this is why we didn't go to summer camp when we were younger this is why you sign permission slips because for instances like this where it's like we're not liable if your kid gets kidnapped um but maybe a little bit but bakugo's kidnapped Summer camp, there's a kid missing. First of all, there are kids missing. There's kids unconscious. There are kids uh, with arms that are broken. There are kids with limbs that are taken out. There's to the head. All this other stuff. There's so much destruction. Coda on where were, a, a, a counselor got kidnapped as well. <laughs> we yeah. still don't know where the counselor is at this yeah. point. Um, poor, uh, what's her name? Um, Ragdoll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Truly got ragdoll. Yeah. She got a shot to the head, and we haven't seen her since. Ain't seen her since. Um, and that is kind of where we'll where we'll end here. We still have so much to cover, at least for season three of My Hero Academia. And you know, this is one of the best kind of parts of this entire series because it starts off with a bang and it continues with a bang for a majority of the season. And in this next part, I mean, it's the search for Bakugo. Everyone's on. The ops are involved. All Might's involved. The heroes are involved. Vanguard Action Squad's involved. It's getting deep. It's getting Deku deep. Deku gets involved. Yeah, well, you know, despite being in a coma for multiple days, he's like, as soon as he's out the coma, he's like, yeah, we got to say Bakugo. Where's Bakugo? Um, but with that said, yeah, we've, we've got a lot more to offer. Um, thank you guys for listening yes. to this episode of the lookout podcast if you want to subscribe which you should i mean because we're doing this entire week so monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday you're getting a lot of my hero academia content so make sure you stay subscribed and stay ready because we got a whole bunch of us you know coming yeah, we got a whole bunch of stuff coming down the pipeline so make sure you follow the lookout rnc on twitter make sure you follow the lookout rnc on instagram make sure you follow the lookout on rnc radio on itunes spotify google play youtube stitcher Everywhere where you can find podcasts, you can find this podcast. And we're going to do this day for day, day in and day out. You can catch up. You can binge it. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. No matter. We'll be here. You're going to be here. Um, With that said, my friend, we'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode of Wilcott Podcast. Take care. Absolutely. Guys.